are so glad you're here today. Jesus is preparing us for tomorrow. The title of my message today is Yesterday. And the point is, is we are to carry on and look at tomorrow instead of yesterday. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. You're so good to us. Thank you for showing us truth, preparing us for tomorrow, for that day that we stand before you so that we can be without spot or wrinkles, so that we can please you, so that we have faith in you and just stand before you, expecting to stand before you, not taken by surprise. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. And so when I was talking to him today about what to talk about, he said yesterday. And what he was saying is, we get so caught up in yesterday. We grieve about yesterday. If you've ever lost anyone, you grieve for that person sometimes for years and years and years. And God is saying is, we can't move on to tomorrow. For all those good things that he has for us, we can't move into that plan, that good plan that he has for us because we're so stuck on yesterday. And not that he doesn't want us to grieve and and to feel or feeling, but not to be stuck there, to get ready to move forward, to move on, to move into tomorrow. You remember that song yesterday by the Beatles, all my troubles seem so far away. And then all of a sudden we're devastated by something. And we just keep living in yesterday. Because we think yesterday was better than today. And just to reiterate, Jesus said it prevents us from going forward in that plan that he has for us. And not only that, when we live in yesterday, when we're grieving over whatever thing that is we're grieving over or hanging on to or wishing we were there, we're also making that thing our God. And that comes between us and God. And then we aren't ready to stand before him that day. So it's more than one thing. I want to read to you um, Ephesians. Ephesians 3. Um, Let's see. Let's start in verse 17. May Christ, through your faith, actually dwell, settle in, and abide and make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. And so may he be in there so that he is your only hope. He is the thing that you want yesterday, today, and forever. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, that's who the saints are, and experience that love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it. Verse 19, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourself the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge. You can't just know about him, but you have to know him. Mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto the fullness of God and may have the richest measure of divine, his divine presence, And become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. When we take that time and get to know him, not just the knowledge of him, life is a whole different experience. And you're going to be able to let go of yesterday. You're going to know and be able to trust that he has tomorrow, a good plan for your tomorrow. And sometimes we have to let go 
of what was to enter into what is and what is to become. For instance, well, let me finish reading this so I don't forget. Verse 20, now to him who by inconsequence of the action of his power that is in work in us, he's able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. And so he wants to do so much more for you, super abundantly more than you can ask or think. But he can't do that. What are you sharing with me today? Is he can't do that when we're hanging on to yesterday. We're not to worry about tomorrow and we're not to hang on to yesterday, but to know that he has a good plan. And in order for him to do that good plan for us, we have to know him. And to know him, we have to have that experience of having gone through things with him, letting him heal you of maybe that person that you're grieving over. The thing that you're trying to hang on to that was yesterday, let him help you to move on so he can bring you to that place of more than you can ask or think. I'm sure heaven is going to be more than we can ask or think. The plan he has for you is more than the plan you have for yourself. And the plan he has for you isn't grieving over a person that you love when that person leaves, but to trust that that person is with him. It's so important that as we are here, we're preparing those that we love to enter into eternity by living that life ourselves. Showing people it's not just knowing about him, but knowing him so they too can have that innermost peace and indwelling him overflowing on the inside of us, even telling us to let go of that so we can move on to that good plan I have for you. Sometimes we don't understand the moment or why that person had to go, or maybe you were having that, per- that faith for that person to live. But the Bible also says there's a time for everything, a time to be born, a time to die. A time for everything. And so we have to get to know God, be filled with his spirit so that we can trust him that even though it's hurting, that thing that you're trying to let go of or the thing you're trying to hang on to, it hurts so bad and you can't let go. He, you got to trust him that there's more for that. And so we have to just give him that time and let go of yesterday and move on to tomorrow. And if we don't let go of yesterday, then we're never going to get to tomorrow. We're going to keep living in the past, and we're going to live in pain, and we're going to live in sorrow, and we're really keeping him from doing his best in our life. And so we have to let go of yesterday to enter into today, to move on to tomorrow. And we know Jesus is coming. And we need to start living today and the next day as they come so that we are prepared for eternity and so that we can help others prepare for eternity. We have to be that example. Make sure those around you know Jesus and they're not going to be confused or or, um, led astray so they're ready that day. There's so much to being ready. For Jesus. 
And we can only take it one day at a time. And we can only take it by his direction. Only he knows the way. He knows your heart. And so we have to be willing to be corrected and willing to to hear his voice and accept what he has to say for us to us because he has good for us more than we can ask or think. And the more time that you have with him, the more experience you have with him, the more you know him, you just have that under your belt that you can move on, even in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your grieving. You can move forward so you're not stuck in the same place your whole life on the earth. And then when you stand before him, then really that place that you were stuck, the thing that you're grieving for is your God. He has to be the most important thing in your life in order to have his good for you. And that means you have to let go of anything that would come between you and him. And if you're in that place where you're stuck with something is before him, he is certainly going to tell you because he wants you to know where you're at. He wants you to have him to be your God so he can do superly, super abundantly for you more than you can ask or think. His spirit in you is the only way you can move forward. The only way you can see the truth and see what you're doing. So if you never ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, if you never prayed that prayer, if you never accepted him to come and be your God, to dwell in you richly, to get to know him, then I would love to say that prayer with you. You know, if, if you never say that prayer, if you never accept him to come and live on the inside of you, you're never going to know where you're at. You're never going to be able to see the thing that you're doing because you won't have him to show you. You're really going to be living in ignorance, in your own reasoning, and you can't see beyond without him. You can't see what you can see when he is living on the inside of you. And so Revelation 3.20 tells us he is already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. And then he would show you what you can't see without him. What looks ridiculous to you now will not look ridiculous after you, after you have asked him to come and live on the inside of you. So say that prayer with me, Jesus. We want to answer that knock. We commit to do your will, to get to know you. We're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God. We commit to you. We commit to you. We're not just saying a prayer and then we're going to walk away. But we commit to you so that we can live tomorrow, so that we don't live in yesterday forever. Help us, Lord. Fill us with only you. Help us to see. Thank you. Praise you. Give you all the glory. He is so good. He is so in love with you. And if you said that prayer, I would love it so much if you would let me know. Now, don't live yesterday, but live for tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me.